reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but, of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing the Favor. With me, as always, he's a sexual, intellectual, double-waged to Husky Heartthrob, leader of the Husky Army, and a man who may be in the frozen tundra this weekend, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. Sitting here uh, enjoying this uh, nice snow we're having, unexpected. You guys got a big uh, snow hitting up there? Wasn't supposed to snow, and it's been snowing since around noon. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah we, we got, got a couple inches. We've had flurries here the past couple of days. It's not Nothing's really sticking. Temperature's around 30 degrees. So, it's just, you know, typical winter up here in Ohio. But a lot to talk about this evening. Uh, a lot of news to talk about. Really good legwork segment this week. And some new arrivals on AEW Shop and Shop WWE. Barry, you ready to get started? Let's do it, bro. I tell you what, you know what always happens to us when we record this uh, figure and merch show is every we record on Tuesday night and like clockwork they drop news on Wednesdays, don't they? They they time up every single time. Well, not Jerry Padauer, not today. He blessed us with some big news on this wonderful Tuesday. It got leaked out. I think he kind of had to announce the news because it kind of got leaked out, but. They announced their lineup for AEW Unrivaled Series 4. And you're looking at Sammy Guevara, Kenny Omega, Matt Hardy, Santana, Ortiz, and Cody Rhodes. Barry, your thoughts? Uh, I'm excited for Santana and Ortiz. Um, I think we didn't we see a prototype like a couple months back, though, of Guevara? Yeah. I, I want to say we saw a little bit of that. So I'm excited to see how that comes out. Um, Cody and Omega, I, you know, I've actually got, had a couple guys, you know, complain that they're going to oversaturate these, you know, these series, but I, I think they have to, I think they feel like those are the stars of the company. So they have to push them and they're going to, I think every other series you're probably going to get a Cody and a Young Bucks and an Omega. I mean, that's just my what I think is going to happen. But, you know, I'm excited to uh, – those are the three I'm probably excited to see is uh, Santana, Ortiz, and Garvea. So I think that – and this is a big controversy, and rightfully so. Um, not So they've had four series. They've only had two women's figures. They've had Brandy, which is impossible to get. A lot of people didn't get it. And Rio. A lot of people are screaming for a uh, a Britt Baker, which I think is absolutely justified. Um, this is Cody's what fourth or fifth figure <laughs> in AEW. It can only yeah. be his fourth. Um, and this is Omega's third. Is Cody in all of them? No. Cody. Well, he came with a ring. This oh yeah, you're right. He came with a ring. He had two in the first series. With the chase, and then one in this series. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I guess that is his fourth. 
and Omega, this is his uh, Series 1, Series 4, and then came with a scale ring. So, look, I think what they're going to do, and this is what, call it what you want, they're going to get what they view as their mainstream stars in this series until the series gets launched. Right now they've had distribution issues and things like that. I'm assuming, I'm assuming these things have been planned out further, way further out than what we're seeing it. Now I'm just going to read some news, and I'm just going to touch on it because I think they're going to cover their own ass here. I announced what Series 4 is going to be, so we can move on past that. Uh, AEW Unrivaled and Unmatched Series. This is from Jeremy Padauer. This is at 2.12 Eastern Time this afternoon on Tuesday. There will be another series of AEW figures coming called Unmatched, starting in fall, allowing deeper dive into AEW. Waves monthly between Unrivaled and Unmatched. Photos of Wave 4 coming soon, currently in professional photography. The game plan is for AEW Unrivaled and Unmastered Ship every other month. This is what we're pitching retail right now. If successful, and in parentheses he writes, and I believe we will be, we will have newness on the shelf every single month. And these figures, Unrivaled and Unmatched, are going to be the same style. So it's not going to be like a basic or something like that. They're, they're all going to be the same style of figures. So I think that this is where you're going to start seeing a broader range of AEW stars getting made. I think right now the first four or five series of this, you're going to see a lot of mainstream stars, guys you see on TV, guys you see on the opening credits, guys you saw at the main press conference when they announced AEW. So I think that's kind of where we're at with it. Are we going to get overloaded with Cody's? Yeah. Omega's? Yeah. Young Bucks? Yeah. Do I love it? No. Do the kids love it? Yeah. And that's kind of what you're looking at. I mean, don't I don't know if you should so much put this on Jazzwares and Jeremy Padauer as much as you maybe put it on AEW for not building up their women's division yet to the point to where their women's stars are mainstream stars. Is that unfair? No, I'm I'm with you. I think that the women's division in AEW kind of took a back seat and then it just completely kind of died down and now they're they're playing catch up ball, man, trying to get these uh, women over. And that's something they have to do is get them over so they can, you know, merchandise them, right? Uh, right now, I don't think you're in a world where a Britt Baker figure is going to sell better than a Sammy Guevara. No, I agree. And that's just, I mean, that's, I'm not saying rightfully so or nothing like that. I'm not down on the women's division. I'm not down on, down on women's wrestling. Not at all. If anything, you want to put the blame on anybody, put it on AEW. That's that's what I'm saying. Because right now they're going to put out figures that they think are going to sell. They so. need they need to put out that Eddie Kingston. Yeah, yeah. So I can get you know, that. And I think that you know, or eventually Thunder Rosa. Yeah. If they're able to get that done. But that's you know, that's kind of where we're at. Any speculation on what you think these figures are going to be for Series Four? What they're going to look like? Mm, man. You know, I don't, I don't know. I really, like, the. but they, would you show me the back of uh, Santana? So his says Dynamite, February 12, 2019. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's the outfit he's going to be rocking. And it looks like where he has the one, when he had the, him and, or Moxley and Jericho were going the feud, and Moxley was working the eye, then he fucked up uh, Santana's eye. Because it looks like his bandana's over his eye in the picture on the back of the box. Yep. Uh, for Matt Hardy, it looks like we could have AEW uh, debut attire. 
with the red streak in his hair and kind of the red and black cloak. Was that, would you call that a cloak? Sure. Yeah, that can be a cloak. <laughs> um, how about this? How about Kenny Omega with the AEW Tag Team Championship? And then oh, Series my. 5 or 6 get the Hangman to come with it. I like that. And then Cody, it looks like he has on a uh, Pharaoh shirt. So it could just be different attire for him. Cody does a good job mixing up his gear, mixing up his attire, really investing in it. So there's, it's very toyetic for him. And then hard, I mean, it's hard to tell with Sammy Guevara. Anything with that stupid panda head that he came out with in the beginning. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, it's exciting they announced a new series. I still haven't seen. We'll get into that later in the legwork segment. But distribution obviously has been an issue, and it sucks. Anytime Jerry Padauer makes a tweet about AEW figures, you got trolls in the comments bitching about distribution. Some of which have never watched AEW in their life, but they're marks. So whatever. They're, I'm excited they're doing for the, their best. I'm excited for the professional photos that come out for people to shit all over them, only to get them in their hand. Like these look pretty good. Lord knows we see enough of that. All right. Um, WWE had a, uh, you know, they do the fan takeover line with the votes now, right? Yep. And those are ultimate editions. So this week's was the uh, the Grand Wizard Hogan himself. Mm. And the three attires to choose from was WrestleMania 9. Is he going to have the black eye, by the way? <laughs> I just thought of that. That would be a, an interesting detail. If it's, and these, this is going to be an Amazon exclusive, I believe. But the black eye would be phenomenal on that figure. If it, I, I I didn't vote on this, but if it's black eye Hogan, WrestleMania 9, that's my vote. Or you get WCW Nitro debut. Or WCW Uncensored 96. That's with the red tights. The Hulkster shirt with kind of the, I don't know how you describe that, tie-dyed maybe look to it. Really looks like Billy Graham there. Um, a, a smaller version. Uh, yeah, a, 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 a drug-tested Hulk Hogan for <laughs> WCW Uncensored 96. WCW Nitro debut, not as drug-tested. And this will be an ultimate barrier thoughts. Yeah, I I didn't get the first ultimate Hogan. So why the hell is he getting the second one so fast? Right. Yeah, I passed on the first one. Yeah, had, I didn't. Had it in hand last week and passed on it. Yeah, I I didn't even haven't even seen one. And you know, the I'm I'm with you though. I think that if the, if he's got the black eye and maybe a, a build a photographer where the photographer flashes the camera and the fire goes off and all that. Mhm. There you go. But that wasn't WrestleMania nine though, was it? No, that was when he, uh, shit, WrestleMania 9, that was when uh, Yoko beat Brett and then Hogan fucking. Yeah, Hogan uh, came yeah, out the okay. cowboy boots and yeah, won the championship. Yeah, politicked it. Yeah. People said well, Macho punched him in the eye, but he said uh, jet skiing accident with Brutus. By the way, those two just should just cancel jet skis. No shit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't fucking, uh, I won't be, I won't be getting that anyway. I mean, let's be honest. Unless that he has a black on, eye. That would be on Amazon. Um, 
We don't talk Funkos a whole off, whole lot on here. We will a little bit right now. Um, WB Funkos, they have released another line. I'm just going to go ahead and go through them. You got Otis with the Money in the Bank case. You got Drew McIntyre. You got, looks like DX China with the bangs. Mm-hmm. Looks like you got uh, Edge, New Age Edge on his return. You got Stone Cold with a belt. And then you got a two pack with Stone Cold and the great one, The Rock. I'm not a huge Funko collector. I could see myself talking myself into the China. Yeah, I like the China. You know, I, I actually think that the Otis is going to be the one because he has the money in the bank briefcase. Look how skinny his body is. Right. So, I don't know. I could be talking to the Rock and Stone Cold 2-pack, but if I see the China, maybe on an impulse buy. But yeah, again, I'm not the I, biggest Funko fan. I know a lot of people are. I'm not knocking. It's just a rabbit hole I chose not to go down. Yeah, I still I'm, get one. From, I still get them from time to time. I got the Diamond Macho Man from GameStop. I got the Fiend. I got the Chase Scott Hall. I got the 2K16 Stone Cold, actually. I got okay. Brett. I got the Undertaker. I got Flair. And I got the Luger Sting 2-pack from FYE. I got for like five bucks. So so technically, you're a Funko guy. You just need like have some. I have some. I have, um, actually, I got two Baker Mayfield Funkos. Okay. I got an OBJ Funko and I got a Lindor Funko, which sad day. We'll talk about that on the sports show. Did you did you know that uh, you know the LeBrons that you've seen the big yeah the ones? big ones the home and away jerseys. So see, I just found the away the what was it ninety seven ninety eight. I'd seen the yellow jersey and then the other day I seen the purple one. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, then I stumbled into like the normal size Funkos and they had Magic and Bird. Yeah, I've seen some. So like I saw some retro like NBA guys. I saw some at Target. I believe I saw uh, Sean Kemp and I think I saw um, two was the other one? Penny Hardaway. Nice. Which are cool. You know what I mean? Like I said, Funkos, that's I like them. I think they're awesome. I think they're great collectibles. I just. I collect so much shit that, like, I got to put the kibosh on something. You know what I mean? But, like, Macho Man figures, pretty much if I see anything Macho Man, for the most part, I'll get. I didn't get that ridiculous 1972 Ford Bronco one. Right, the OJ Bronco. The OJ Bronco. But, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they're cool. It's a good series. I'm glad Otis is getting getting some love. Oh, he's kind of falling off the face of the earth a little bit. Right. But... Moving on, um, micro brawlers. These were available at shopimpact.com. So Impact has some micro brawlers. They are since sold out. I'm just going to go through what they had. Um, these were all $22. I think you get an autographed one for $40. Yeah. But they had Abyss for $21.99, which was not. They didn't offer the autographed version of that. Uh, Doc Gallows, Jordan Grace, Eddie Edwards, and Moose. Oh. I, did I you want, see the packaging for him too? I did. Different it's, packaging now. I wonder why they didn't offer the uh, autograph for Abyss. Well, he works for WWE. Well, <clears throat> he's off. <office>. <laughs> and, that, and that's crazy because you know you you uh, you know you lived in Portsmouth for years, mm-hmm. and. 
I met Abyss at the 17th Street. Now, when I say 17th Street, that's the hood. Yeah. Okay. At the 17th Street Armory, mm. um, as uh, Prince Justice, I think that's what he was wrestling as for RCW. And he he had like on all blue and shit, like, you know, and I was like, wow. And then later I found out that was him and I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, I mean, Abyss is, uh, he's been to Portsmouth, though. Well, he was working before he got on with WWE. He was working uh, indies, I want to say, an indie show in Mansfield or Marion, about an hour north here of Columbus. Like at a high school. I think that was between like his impact and working backstage at WWE. Yeah, he's uh he was a really nice guy and everything. Like he's a, you know, he's a big dude. He wasn't now listen, he wasn't jacked up like he was in TNA and shit. He was a fat he was a fat dude. Like I'll just tell you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, really nice guy, had the little crown. Uh he's I don't know if he's from Ohio or like Ashland or somewhere like that. Uh, that right there, that's, uh, I guess, northern part of Kentucky. Um, somewhere in there. But I just uh, like that story that he uh, he was at the 17th, 17th Street uh, Salvation Army in Portugal. Oh, he's from, a, well, he was born in D.C., but he went to high school in Cleveland. Okay. And he went to OU and played offensive tackle. Oh, nice. Ohio so, University. Ohio University for all you non-Ohioans out there. We have so Ohio he, State, and we have Ohio University, the Bobcats. So he's, shout he's out, kind shout of out, a, Shout out Gino Ford. <laughs> he's got, so he's a transplant. He's a, he's yeah. a little Ohio, Ohio boy yeah. there a little bit. Yeah. He's an Ohio player. Respect. No, but I think it's cool. I mean, I like to see, like, newer talent who doesn't really have stuff before get merch like unique merch like jordan grace that's really cool for her yeah absolutely so then eddie edwards as well so it's just you know really cool glad to see it um all right i think you got anything else for news this week that's it that's all yeah, that's pretty pretty action-packed news segment for us thanks shout out jerry padauer for blessing us on a tuesday right props to him you know friend of the show and everything <laughs> you ready to uh talk about some legwork i think we should all right guys go to doingthefavor.com go to hashtag legwork we do a buy sell trade there so we do have figures for sale on that app, on the, that website but if you guys are out in the streets doing any kind of work whether it be on the streets or on the internet you're on amazon ebay mercari facebook marketplace whatever's hitting whatever kind of effort you're putting in to get figures that's legwork let us know what's hitting. Use the hashtag legwork. Let us know what you're finding out in the stores, out in the streets, out in the world, out in the interwebs. It's kind of a way – I search the hashtag every day. It's kind of a way to let me know what's hitting out in the streets so I know when to check Potfinder, BrickSeek. Also, go to doingthefavor.com forward slash SKUS. It has all your DCPIs and SKUs, so you can search on BrickSeek. You can search on Potfinder, which is still down, by the way. But BrickSeek is not. They'll let you know what's hitting. We have Elites, Legends. AEW Unrivaled. Um, AEW Unrivaled is going to, we're going to get the DCPI up for Target here soon. That'll probably be in the next couple days. So be on the lookout for that. So doingthefavor.com forward slash SKUS to help you out in your legwork search. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. I had a 
nice little legwork week. I ain't too mad at it. Haven't had a nice one in a while. Things have been dry around here, but I saw some numbers hit. Um, first day I went out, I saw some numbers hit. On actually, a couple different Walmarts here. I actually had to were in my little area of transportation that day. So the first Walmart I went to, I actually I finally pulled the trigger on the Kane Survivor Series. Uh, I think it's really great. I it's one of the ones I had in my hands. Like ah, I don't need it. I don't. You know, I'm trying to curtail what I'm buying right now. And of course, it you know kind of bugged me ever since I set it down. So I finally found one in mint condition. I found a couple beat up ones since then. Found one in mint condition. Went ahead and bought it. Very glad to add it to the collection from the 2002 Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, very very dope to have in the collection. Very. We've talked about that figure many times. Your thoughts? Yeah, that was one that I actually had found earlier. And I I scooped it up. It was the only survivor. It was the only one left, and I couldn't believe that Kane was actually the only one there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I lo- I love that figure. I actually have it, so that's really cool. And they actually had some um, and they're still sitting down at Walmart, by the way. The uh, Morrison Samoa Joe Drew McIntyre Survivor Series, but they also had some uh, Decade of Dominations, which I haven't seen it around here since we saw the Undertaker displays. But they went very quickly. The only ones I saw left were uh, Natty and Randy Orton. So Kofi, Mark Henry, and Undertaker were gone, which is cool. Whatever. Then I went to the other Walmart where I saw a number jump. And I'll be goddamn buried if it wasn't Elite 81. I'm very happy they had a full set. I only got a couple that I wanted. I may get the rock at another point. But I did get Stunning Steve. Boxed in great condition, and I got the collection editions May Young. So I'm up to date on collection edition. I'm waiting on 82 uh, Davy Boy now. Yeah, that that figure looks awesome. I can't Amazing. wait to get that one. Uh, very happy to get the May Young though. It's always nice to you know. I'm trying to dial down on what I'm collecting. I'm not buying like the whole series of anything anymore. I'm not buying all the first time in the lines, which you know. You know how it's hard to change bad habits. So it was hard to like leave the rest of the series on the on the on the shelf. But I may get the Rock in at some point. They had two rocks in the in the case. There was only one May Young. Then of course the Street Profits and Bianca Blair. But yeah, I was very happy to get the Stone Cold. Very happy to add another to the collector's edition. Check that off too. Don't have to worry about finding May Young. So Walmart's always give me a little anxiety on the collector's editions. Also, I was at Target couple days later and they had the uh, Wrestlemania with the ringside carts they had Macho Man and they had Andre first time I'd seen Andre but I already had the Macho Man who I talked about a couple weeks ago the Andre was beat to hell the box was completely beat to hell but I also know a um, good friend of the show Cody Baker the pride of Zanesville the barber he uh, is a loose collector and he told me he was looking for him so I let him know hey you need this Andre he paid me right away. Me and him, I'm sure we'll do a meet up here soon. You know, we have a nice little, like, he lives about an hour away. We have a Walmart half an hour right directly in between us we meet at. So we'll meet up at some point. It's always nice to see Cody. It gives me an excuse to see him. And then in the mail today, very excited to finally get this, is the, I got it in my hand right now, the official Rustling Megastars Series 1 by Cella Toys. Limited to 2000, real world champion Nick Aldis retro. Uh, the card looks fantastic, Barry. I believe I sent you a picture, right? That you did. Okay. 
The card looks fantastic. Um, definitely got the old school Hasbro feels to it. I like how it says ages 15 and up on it. I think that's pretty funny. Um, the figure looks great. The head scan really, really looks good. I mean, the body, it's, it's a retro. It's a, you know, it's, so it's, it's a little, you know, cartoony. So you got to keep that in mind. I feel like when you look at retros, then the back of the card, you have the, and of course, you know, in the front, he has this, his real megastar action is with the King's Leaf Cloverleaf. And then on the back, Series 1, you have the Nick Aldis. It says Collect Them All, Series 1, Nick Aldis. Exclusive Mind of Meanie 2-pack. And then there's a Series 2 coming mid-2021. Then it's got the old school card you can cut out. Nick Aldis, 6'4", 242 pounds. 242 pounds from Kingsland, England. Nick Aldis is the current NWA World Heavyweight Champion and also held titles in NJPW, Pro Wrestling Noah, and TNA. So I, I, I really like this figure a lot. I yeah, I thought after, the carding looked good. I thought the carding looked excellent. It came in great shape. I ordered it from Body Slam Clothing. They did a great job of um, packaging it and sending it to me. Uh, a little behind the scenes, too. When Cello Toys announced they were doing it, I just I kind of tweeted, and Body Slam Clothing reached out to me, and they said, uh, hey, do you think this is something we can sell? Because they reached out to us looking for a U.S. distributor. I was like, absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, they sold out, too. So, you know, good on them for carrying it. Good on Cello Toys for finding someone in the United States to distribute it. And shout out to them for reaching out to a small-time podcast and asking if they think they can sell it. <laughs> right, they could ask us to distribute it, you know. No, we have a website, brother. For, you no, know, it was nominal fee. But it was cool to finally find things on the pegs, um, get some, add some things to the collection. I will say Target is doing the big reset, so it's a little slower around Target right now, around here. <coughs> Check your end caps. I'm seeing um, stickers or little uh, pegs for uh, WWE figures on end caps. And also, I did see the AEW Unrivaled like sticker on the peg, and I saw the WWE Elite WrestleMania on, the, on a peg as well. Oh. So it looks like those are coming. So Shawn Michaels China is going to be coming home with me soon. Sooner than later, hopefully. But yeah, nice, nice little legwork week. I'm real happy to get it. I was able to actually move a couple figures out of my collection too. I had an extra Chase Jake Legends, which I got to. Uh, box was a little bit beat up, but I got somebody for cost plus shipping. I just, I've been, I had it for a long time. None of my friends needed it. I kind of forgot I had it, and then just, just moved it. And also, I don't know, Barry, you remember I posted the uh, Heart Foundation for 75 shipped on Twitter a few times. You, you did, and everybody, nobody wanted to jump on that. Put it on eBay. It was up for about literally 25 minutes. Mm. So I tried, but a little sad to ship that out. But like I said, I'm trying to thin out the collection and trying to have an honest approach at it. And I love Brett and I love the Heart Foundation, but I got multiple Bretts, um, Collection Edition 72, although it's not the same Heart Foundation. Anvil is sufficient for my Anvil collection. I don't need a bunch, you know what I mean? So. A little difficult to move them, but happy to move them as quickly as I did. So I'll be posting some more stuff here soon. But that's uh, other than that, that's that's it for my legwork segment, homie. Yeah, and you know around here, you know the WalMarts are doing their reset, mm-hmm. so nothing's put out yet. Um, I went to both WalMarts today. The one literally had one Nikki Cross basic, uh, a Miss Elizabeth seventy seven. 
an AJ Styles 77, and then 69, uh, 69s. Or is it 65s? Maybe. With Ronda Rousey. Okay. Four. Four Ronda Rousey's set now. Yeah, her basic 101 is everywhere here. Yeah, like fucking... She don't sell. She's she's not a, a hot ticket seller. She's not box office. Um, gotta and then the uh, gotta get that Ronda hate in there. I'll do it. Um, and then the other one they had the uh, Drake Maverick. Uh, they had a Naomi, and I think that was it for elites. Um, see, I'm just basically waiting on our resets and. AW figures are disappearing before the fucking doors open. It's amazing that there's a plus six or six plus, and then, you know, before they're even open, they're gone. So, yeah. you know, and this is something crazy I saw the other day, and I forgot to tell you about it. I went to Walmart. I was, I was going through the, the toy aisle, and there was an old man. I'm I'm and I'm not shitting you. I'm talking seventies, in his seventies with a notepad writing down what they had. And then I'm guessing he was gonna call or you know whoever needed what, and he would get it. So I mean, these locals around here are getting fucking sneaky. They're sending fucking great grandpa in, <laughs> trying to trying to fucking get the drop on somebody. I couldn't believe it. It was funny, though. Well, when I picked up my uh, Kang figure, there was a dude at Walmart. He came in right after me. Um, AEW shirt on, pro wrestling tees, toboggan on. So I knew what was up. And he comes in there, and I, I had the cane in my hand. He's like, you going to get that? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get it. He goes, man, number said four or five AEW figures on Brickseek. He just said this out of nowhere. And I knew that they had the figures. They had six, and then they sold out like the day of. I just don't know why their numbers don't update. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It was I saw, I saw him here a, little, a couple weeks ago. It was Series One. He goes, oh, and I, I already completed my Series Two set and my Series One. I'm just thinking like, why are you here, homie? Why are you looking? I know why he's there because you know he's there to fucking resell. Look. Yeah, he's there to resell, make money, and see we'll if he can find a chase. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, you go up to the Hilliard Walmart. There's a couple of beat up hangman, a beat up Pentagon. And I was just like, ah, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. It's like, no, thank you, sir. Yeah. But that was, you know, that was it. It's just a matter of beating my whole thing with, and I don't, I've yet to see AEW series two around here is when I see a number jump at a Walmart. It takes some of them two or three days for it to make their way out to the floor. Yes. So, So you're checking every day and then, you know, the one day you don't check, you go back the next day, and there's like one random one beat up hanging on the pegs. You're like, "Fuck, I missed them." Yeah, and that's, dude. I was driving to fucking Dodgeville, which is 45 minutes for me, mm-hmm. and every morning, and it was six plus. I was asking people, dudes, like, "Yeah, we're doing this reset, blah blah." We had a snowstorm on fucking Friday, and guess what they put out on Friday. I check brick. I check uh, Brickseek, or uh, yeah, Brickseek first thing in the morning, and it says limited stock. 
And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, that's all. My thing is, though, I'm not too worked up about it because I know they're coming to Target. And I'm a lot more confident in my Target distribution around here than I am my Walmart distribution. See, I'm, I'm wondering what how they split the uh, chases. Well, probably, hopefully the same way they do a collector's edition, which is not at all. Well, I'm it's saying, just, like, how many they say back no tar- for the Target? Wal- the Walmart exclusives end up at Target and vice versa. It happens yeah, all the time. But I'm saying, you know, did they save some for Target? Because here's what I think is going to happen. And I, I'm sure some other people have thought about this, too, is Ringside pulled uh, last time with uh, Series 1. They pulled their slick shit and was like, oh, yeah, we got uh, these chases, you know, the Jericho and the Cody, 100 bucks, Only so many. And they sold out within, like, what, 30 seconds a minute? Mm-hmm. Soon as somebody sees them. So I think that's going to happen here soon. So, I mean, I, that's just my my opinion. But uh, take that for what you will. Right. Enough late work this week. You ready to move on to uh, Shop AEW for some new arrivals? I think we have to. Only a few few new things here, but I do want to talk about one of them extensively. Not extensively, but... Extensively. Least, you know what I mean. We have an AEW knitted scarf for $40. So all you marks out there, cold weather months, grab it up. Then there's a Sammy Guevara shirt that says work. I feel like it's kind of like maybe taking Cody's gimmick a little bit of do the work. Okay. But Sammy Guevara's a grinder. Apparently, he's directing a music video. Uh, he has the vlog. Seems like a hardworking dude. So that's, I, I, I'll roll with it. Whatever. Even though potential piece of shit. Well, he said something stupid when he was young. Real, really, 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 really fucking stupid. Didn't right. do anything stupid. Just said something stupid. Yeah, and, so. he, and you still get called out for that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's a new Sting Defender shirt. Um, really happy with this Sting shirt. Really like it a lot. Uh, it doesn't have that big AEW logo that the last one had. It's got the scorpion on it with Sting above it, with kind of the claws going to the S and the G. Uh, black with the white print. I like it a lot. I think this is a big upgrade. Not big upgrade. It's an upgrade from the from his first one. I'm with you. I think it's a. I actually think it's a bigger upgrade because you get some of these guys and they're like, "Oh, I like that shirt," but it says it's it shows wrestling. You know, what I mean? like people are right, still right. ashamed to wear <laughs> to wear a wrestling shirt and shit at you know this day and age. And it's like, man, like so they try to disguise it and shit. Like, you know, I don't. I don't know a lot, but I'm pretty sure if someone sees that, they're going to go, oh, that's Sting. He's a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they might go, oh, that's Sting the singer. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they're going for, but I'm pretty sure they're going to go, that's the wrestler. But, yeah, I, I, it just amazes me how some people are like, ah, it says AW wrestling on it. I can't wear it or, you know, shit like that. I don't know. That's just me. Now, I would have preferred the first one to be without the AEW logo, but I understand why they did it. Yeah, you want to, you want to attach your you know, company's logo to anything Sting, I'd imagine. You know, I ain't mad at that, but I prefer this second shirt over the first shirt, without a doubt. Yeah. 
but obviously wearing the wrestling shirt thing doesn't bother me at all. I got fucking closet full of them. It, that is what it is. Right. I was just talking in general. But yeah, uh, that was you know three new items this week on Shop AEW. It looks like they've slowed it down the past couple weeks. Maybe it's slower after the holidays. Who knows? But let's go to the uh, top ten sellers of the week. At number ten, we have Revolution DVD from February 29, twenty twenty. Probably my favorite pay per view they've done. I say that every single week. It's no surprise to me that that DVD is held up better than the other ones. Number nine, Join Dark Order. Number eight, Brody Lee, Bearded Skull. Number seven, John Moxley, No Quit. You got the skull with the crossbones with an M above it. it kind of spells out Mox if you use the skull as an O. Um, the Elite Four Life at number six. A little behind on my AEW episodes, by the way. I got to go back and watch that. Um, Brody Lee, Sinister. Then the first Sting shirt we talked about, Sting Justice. Inner Circle, Satin Bomber Jacket. Look at that thing selling. I see it. 135 bucks. Number two, Sting Defender, his newest Sting shirt. And the number one selling shirt, which all proceeds go to the Huber family, Brody Lee, Exalted in Heaven. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Should be up there. So let's go over to uh, Shop WWE, look at some new things. And I think, literally, Barry, we have one new item this month. And this I am excited to talk about the left, right, left, right. Left, right, left, right championship replica title belt. I'm assuming it's a championship they have on up, up, down, down. I don't watch up, up, down, down. But I, I love the concept of it. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, if you got four hundred dollars dropping that belt, more power to you, brother. You know, with Tyler Breeze's, you know, history-making win um, over Joey Headrocker, you know, I mean, it's is just, that a real thing? Or are you making that up? I'm just reading what the fuck they wrote down here. <laughs> you know. Just saying. Says the feat wasn't enough to satisfy Prince Pretty, who tossed aside his long-held title and revealed the brand-new championship. Just absolutely changing the fucking game. (laughs) Listen, nobody's buying that belt but somebody related to him. That's terrible. Dude, I gotta tell you, man, some (laughs) of these marks are crazy. They're crazy. That's fucking terrible. Some of them have disposable income. And that's that's fine if you do, um, but buy like the fucking NWA TV title, you know, something cool. Don't buy fucking that trash. That's garbage. <sighs> you got anything else this week? No, I'm just making sure WWE doesn't want to sign us. <laughs> I'm gonna go, let's go ahead and do some shout outs first. Um, Jeff and Scott over at Fully Posable. Very special anniversary coming up for them. Oh, so, my. yeah, it's very great. Uh, five years coming up for them. Barry, I got something to talk to you about, actually. So, off the air, we got to talk. Um, Rucker gonna... and Marty, Marty and Rucker over at Boot to the Face. Rucker also has the 80 Proof Pod. So, check that out. He does. He does. Um, Steve and Eric over at Positively Pro Wrestling. Do great work. They got a watch along. They're gonna do a watch along on a rumble. I can't. My I love watch alongs, guys. Any podcast out there, if you do a watch along, I will listen and watch along. That's because I've watched all these old wrestling so much, so many times that to me it's very cool. Like 
like I love Shivani's show, for instance. Sometimes it's a little bit too many inside jokes. But to hear Steve and Eric's take on like stuff they watch to me is is money. So they do a really good job and they know what they're talking about. Breaker and Bane over at the Breaker and Bane Power Hour always do great work. They've done close to 400 episodes. It's fantastic what they've done. It's a, it's a mainstay. Love those dudes on a personal level too, by the way. We've done work with them each, and it's just it's always a pleasure. And also something I want to touch on real quick. Also, also I'm sorry, the Ohio players. I love all you guys. Um, sorry about the Browns. We'll talk about that later in the sports show. We have a group chat with some of the Ohio players. Uh, Sammy Evans, you're the homie. And Dobro should have probably 90 million followers at this point on Twitter, I'm, I'm thinking. He's, he's, he's the brother focused. That's what they say. That's what they say. A lot of but people I say do it, though. A little special shout out to um, Brian Breaker. His new podcast, You Know It's Fake, Right? I just got through the first episode with Jack Gamble, and I'm so excited for the second episode. That that podcast hit for me. I think that he has something good there. I really, really, really enjoyed that. Because it goes on to talk about, you know, obviously, Brian, Brian Breaker, a worker, Jack Gamble, a worker, both trained by Harley Race, talk about um, you know, fans' perceptive of wrestling, perception of wrestling, like when they – Ask them like what they do for a living, how they explain that to people, um, you know, how fake it's not, difference between fake and scripted, um, and just various stories of them being on the road and talk about, and I, you know, it's easy for, Breaker tells a story of like, you know, it's easy for call it fake, but you've never been with your back on the mat with a giant man on the top rope getting ready to do a leg drop on you, knowing if it's one inch one way or the other, you're fucked. And all you have to do is hope and pray. Like that's it offers a very unique. I never thought of it like that. I I've, I've watched wrestling for years and I just never really thought about like laying on the mat, thinking about some 250 300 pound dude dropping a leg and keeping me safe. You know, or working through a match when someone gets hurt, the audibles you have to call. And to me, I I was completely ingrained in that podcast. I really really enjoyed it. Breaker, fantastic concept. I really really enjoy it, brother. And I actually listened to it, too, and I, I love that Breaker threw out uh, one of my favorite quotes from uh, Johnny Valentine, where he said, I, ca- I can't make you believe that wrestling's real, but I can damn sure make you believe I'm real. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I listened to it, too. I, I loved it. And, you know, again, it, it takes you to the when I was a kid, you couldn't fucking tell me. Res- you know what I mean? My aunt would just torture me. Like, you know, that's fake shit, blah, blah. And Jeff Jarrett even had a quote that said, if you believe, no excuse is necessary. And if you don't believe, no excuse will do. And I thought that was awesome. You, and, you know, and for, for me, and you said, you know, you, you believe that it was totally only up and up and you were a kid. I had a concept of an early age that something was up. But like, I knew, also knew that those chops were real that those dudes were falling for real. You know what I mean? So like, and that's where I think you get like between the fake and the, and the predetermined, there ain't nothing fake about taking a chop in the goddamn chest. Well, and see, that was the other thing is, uh, and you, you might've even heard Cornette, uh, Ron full uh, all these guys talk about like Wahoo McDaniels. When he was a heel, he would chop the fans. Yeah. He would fucking chop the fans and they would go flying. So if you're a fan and you get hit with that and you're taking bumps, yeah, shit, the guy in the ring's feeling that too. 
I really enjoy the story of Breaker telling people that he was basically throwing forums at a dude they worked with at work. <laughs> I've never worked in restaurants before, and that's where he was working in a restaurant as a server. And I completely envisioned the environment as he was telling. Like, yep, that definitely happened in the back behind the kitchen where guests couldn't see, and all the other servers watching while this dude worked his ass off to no sell it. Yep, that's what happened. Dude, <laughs> and this is and this is a funny story as. I worked at Arby's when I was fucking from 16 to 19, okay? And we would wait in the mornings, the, the the truck would come, and we would get all the paper towels out, and we would literally throw them all over the back of fucking Arby's. This is a true story. Arby's, you can't be mad, I don't work there anymore. Um, and then we would just suplex and body slam each other on the paper towels. And then we got a little carried away as they would order trays like those red trays that arby's has um and they'd come in like 25 counts of 25 and you would have to order one a month maybe we were having to order three a week because we were busting them over each other's heads it was wild we were we were fucking ate up with wrestling uh back then and I still am. So, yeah. You got any shout outs? Man, fuck these dudes. No. <laughs> no, uh, of course. You seen his card from uh, Jason Wolf? He out, he's out there uh, making Mike the Cleaner cards. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was really cool. Shout out to those two. Um, you know, shout out to Breaker and Bane again, like you said. Um, when you mentioned Jeff and Scott, I thought you were talking about the real anniversary, the one-month anniversary of of us blistering their ass for the PHPW Tag Team Champions of the whole wide world, Craig. Yeah. Can, can I say one more thing, Eric, about that? Go ahead. We have a title defense coming up. What these people don't understand is we're real workers, okay? We've defended those belts every day of the week, twice on Sundays. We've had 63 title defenses, no recognition. We're not on the posters. We beat up everybody in the company, but they don't want to give us the main event spots. I mean, really? <sighs> We're the longest reigning champions. As I mean, I'm just saying, we've never been beaten. So I'm just saying, I think we uh, we deserve a little more credit, and we need Bill Benis as our manager. So, you know, shout out to us. That's your shout out to us. <laughs> I shout out Cleaner and the Kings of Drip. Don't forget them out yeah. there. Ray and Wando out in these streets, and um, Sammy I've never seen Sammy anyone whose baseball team won a world championship be angrier about it than Ray. <laughs> he was all tore up about fucking the Lakers, wasn't he? God damn, that Lake, twenty point lead. God forbid the Padres sign some pitchers. Hey. He feels the need to attack all their fans. <laughs> like, like they can't have nice things. No. This motherfucker will be out in the parking lot waiting on you. Then, then worked up about then worked up about a Lakers Warrior game in January. 
when LeBron didn't put his back to the basket till about three minutes to go in the fourth. <laughs> He don't care. He's no, out he, there. They just won a championship two months ago. He's out in these streets. So. Warriors been off since March. Shout out to you know, shout out to those dudes, uh, Dobro, Tara, uh, Josh Wallen. Um, sent us a, a very nice DM. Uh, you know, and we appreciate that. We got it. I read it. Um, you know, I responded to him. So, uh, um, very cool. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. I didn't even mention it, but last month was like our highest, uh, downloads, um, like crazy. Like, <laughs> like you motherfuckers are enjoying us daily, several, 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 you know, there's a bunch of you. So thank you guys, everybody for, and man, we're touching a lot of places, and that is extremely cool to me. So thank you to all of our listeners. All right. Take us home. And with that, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at BFrost28. Eric, drop their credentials, sir. You can follow me at EricBrown740. But, of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Doing a Favor. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And look for new merch at WoodhamMover.net. Also have a link to our merch, podcasts, articles, figures, whatever you need over at DoingTheFavor.com. And with that, good night and God bless. Peace. It goes one, two. Three into the foe. Erica Barrier up with ETF and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.